This is Harm City Daily, your realest source for all the DMV's craziest and most violent local news stories. Thanks for tuning in. Man, I was just saying we're low on murders last week, and not four days later, that's out the window. This past weekend was treacherous. Saturday night had multiple back-to-back shootings, starting with a shot spotter alert on the 700 block of North Rose Street, approximately 9.40 p.m., which just means someone reported a shooting to the police at 9.40 p.m. Upon arrival, Eastern District Homicide Division officers located a 45-year-old male who was suffering from gunshot wounds to the head and torso. The victim was transported to Johns Hopkins Hospital, where he was pronounced dead a short time later. Homicide detectives are investigating this incident, and so far there are no suspects or motives. Then, not quite an hour later, at 10.40 p.m., officers responded to a shooting at the 2500 block of Washington Boulevard. When officers arrived, they found a 30-year-old MTA bus operator suffering from a gunshot wound to his chest. He was taken to an area hospital and is in serious condition. Southwestern District detectives investigating this incident have learned that while operating the bus, the victim got into a verbal dispute with the passenger. Police say the suspect requested to get off of the bus, and as he stepped off the bus, he pulled out a firearm and shot the bus driver at least once in the chest. The suspect then fled the location on foot. During that same time, other officers were responding to another shooting at the 6200 block of Ricerstown Road. When officers arrived on scene, they found a 50-year-old man who was suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. The victim was conscious and alert as he was taken to an area hospital. According to police, the victim is in serious but stable condition and is expected to survive his injuries. Shooting spilled over into early Sunday morning at about 1.14 a.m., officers responded to another shooting in the 1900 block of East Lafayette Street. Upon arrival, officers found a 20-year-old man who was suffering from a gunshot wound to the upper left shoulder. The victim was taken to an area hospital with a non-life-threatening injury. About three hours later, officers responded to a shooting at the 1300 block of Whittington Road. Upon arrival, officers found a 64-year-old man who was suffering from multiple gunshot wounds to his body. The victim was taken to shock trauma, where he was pronounced dead a short time later. Homicide detectives are investigating this murder at this time. The rest of America is at home, in their house, social distancing, but Rona ain't stopping shit in Murderland. WJZ Police are looking for a silver Honda possibly linked to a mass shooting in Baltimore Tuesday night. Seven people were shot in the Madison Park neighborhood just before 6.30 p.m. All seven people were transported to area hospitals and are in serious but stable condition. The victims are a 37-year-old woman, a 17-year-old boy, three 20-year-old men, a 23-year-old man, and a 24-year-old man. Police said they are looking for a silver Honda Accord with a black front fender that was seen in the area. Police said the suspect, who was armed with an assault rifle, was dressed in all black and wearing a ski mask when he fired into a crowd gathered at the corner of Utah and McMeckin Street 
around 6.27 p.m. An officer who was on patrol did confront the man as he was fleeing the scene. Officials state, our officer was not armed with the level of deadly firepower this individual had. The officer shot at the suspect, although it is unclear if he struck him. The officer suffered minor injuries in the incident. The vehicle was last seen speeding away northbound in the 1600 block of McCullough Street. Baltimore Mayor Jack Young urged residents to put down their guns and heed orders to stay home. Young said hospital beds are needed to treat positive COVID-19 patients and not for senseless violence. He went on to say how completely unacceptable the level of violence is that we have seen recently. I know it's a terrible inconvenience, but if you guys could just lay off on the murders for a few months until this pandemic blows over, you know, that'd be great. This one's courtesy of WMAR2 News. Baltimore County Police are investigating after a stolen vehicle crashed on Falls Road Sunday morning, killing the driver. The preliminary investigation determined that the vehicle, a Honda Accord, was being driven north of Falls Road just before 7 a.m. when the driver lost control and drove off the road. Police say the Honda hit a utility pole and overturned, ejecting 53-year-old Millard Marvin Sanders Jr. of Bronx, New York from the vehicle. Investigators believe that speed may be a factor in his crash and do not believe Sanders was wearing a seatbelt. The vehicle was reported stolen out of Baltimore City Sunday morning. The department said he was reported missing from his home on February 22nd and reportedly had a medical condition that may have caused him to behave erratically. This one is courtesy of WMAR2 News. Out of Gambrels, Maryland, an Odenton man has been arrested and charged for impersonating a federal agent. On Sunday night, officers were called to a home in the 1100 block of Autumn Gold Drive for a suspicious person claiming to be a Secret Service agent. When police arrested Kai Anthony Johnson, he was found with a BB gun that looked like a Glock handgun and a fake police badge. According to Renee Sadler, an attorney at law for the family of the alleged victim, a 21-year-old was asleep in his bedroom when police allegedly opened fire from outside of his house, killing him and wounding his girlfriend. The Montgomery County Police Department have released few details about the shooting that killed Duncan Socrates Lemp early Thursday. Renee Sendler, an attorney for Lemp's relatives, also said police could have, quote, absolutely no justification for shooting Lemp based on what she has heard about the circumstances. The facts as I understand them from eyewitnesses are incredibly concerning, she told the Associated Press. More from this as it becomes available. WMAR2 News. Baltimore police are investigating two separate shootings on the city's south side. At 2.20 p.m., officers were called to the 800 block of Herdon Court in Brooklyn Homes for a shooting. There they found a man suffering from gunshot wounds to his body. He was taken to the hospital where he is in critical condition. According to the department, homicide detectives are leading the investigation due to the victim's injuries. Then at 3.20 p.m., police responded to the 1000 block of West Lombard Street, where they found a woman and a man suffering from non-life-threatening gunshot wounds to the body. Both were taken to the hospital for treatment. Police said no suspects have been identified 
and no motive has been determined. This one's courtesy of the Baltimore Sun. Annapolis police are investigating a fatal shooting at Bay Ridge Gardens Apartments. Police received reports of shots being fired on Ben's Drive at about 6.23 p.m. Officers found a man who was pronounced dead at the scene. It is at least the third homicide in the apartment complex in the past two years. In October, police were called to the property and found the body of Tiara Taylor, age 30. She was fatally shot in front of her mother's home. One year earlier, Corey Johnson, 27, was shot and killed on the same street. Both homicides remain unsolved. Maybe we ought to just go ahead and close these apartments down. I don't know. WMAR2 News. Baltimore police are investigating three separate shootings on the city's wicked west side. 9.57 p.m. Officers responded to the 3300 block of Winterbourne Road for a shooting. There, police found a 26-year-old man who was suffering from a gunshot wound to his right arm. He was taken to the hospital and is in good condition. Shootings also occurred at 9.59 p.m. on Elamont and Brighton Street and at 11 p.m. on the 4100 block of Frederick Avenue. The department will provide more information as it becomes available. Look, I know there's no chance at our record-breaking low murders this month. That's gone. But Lord, please just don't let any of these shootings have been about no damn toilet paper. Columbia, Maryland. Howard County Police are investigating the death of a man after his body was recovered from Wild Lake. The department said officers were called to Wild Lake Sunday evening after someone reported a body floating in it. When officers arrived, they recovered the body and pronounced him dead at the scene. The department is trying to identify the man and his cause of death. Police said there are no apparent signs of foul play. Yesterday, there was a story out of Philadelphia, PA, that officers were to stop making arrests for nonviolent crimes, such as retail theft, grand theft auto, vandalism, burglary, theft from persons, economic crimes like bad checks, all narcotics offenses, etc. I was just talking to someone about how they better not bring that energy to Baltimore because it would be literal bedlam. Which brings me to my next story. Baltimore City State's Attorney's Office is calling on Governor Larry Hogan to close courthouses statewide. Baltimore City State Attorney Marilyn Mosby has directed prosecutors in central booking to immediately dismiss any charges and release individuals arrested for the following offenses that are nonviolent and pose no risk to public safety. Some examples include drug possession, prostitution, trespassing, open container, attempted distribution of drugs, urinating and defecating in public, as well as minor traffic offenses. Mosby said she is taking the action in an effort to reduce the threat of a coronavirus outbreak behind bars. An outbreak in prison or jails could potentially be catastrophic. In addition, Mosby sent a letter to Governor Larry Hogan urging him to set free all inmates over the age 60 in state prisons. Anyone approved for parole and all prisoners scheduled to complete their sentence in the next year. Elsewhere, similar efforts are catching on. Sheriffs in Los Angeles, Virginia Beach, and Chicago have released nonviolent offenders to trim prison populations amid the pandemic. 
coronavirus cases have already exploded in Chinese prisons. Italian prisons have rioted over strict measures to curtain the virus, including a restriction on family visits. In Iran, 54,000 inmates were temporarily released over fears of a prison outbreak. Pretty much, you know, set everybody free and let corona sort them out. As always, keep your eyes open and your wallet in your front pocket. And with Mosby sending home all these prisoners, maybe lock your car door. This is Harm City Daily, signing off.